the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I think Milton's starting a radio program, Cal. I think I Did am. He? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, who is just finishing answering a question. Yeah, and we can go home now. We've answered about four or five I know. Questions. Everybody rushes up here before, uh, <laughs> before the... And he uh, he had a rutabaga question. He was asking. Uh, you about it, I think uh, could could be the rutabaga leaves are looking a little like that now with uh, the uh, yeah with uh, mildew or yeah the decline aphids a lot of aphids yeah yeah so they kind of at the end of the season. Do you put the aphids in when you cook the rutabagas? Or what? Yeah, you you can. It kind of raises the protein. Yeah, level. yeah. yeah. Well, probably it. makes it taste better. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. We encourage you to come on out and uh, be a part of the show or just do some shopping or visit with Rob over there at the GVST booth. Yeah. And Ann is on the line already, and Ann has been chomping at the bit to, to uh, talk to us. She called about a quarter till. Just to talk to us. Is that right? So, Ann, you've got three questions. That's not a problem. We'll answer all three. Okay. Darius, I called too early. You did fine, Ann. Thank you for doing that. Okay. Early April, I put weed and feed on the St. Augustine grass. And when I purchased it, the clerk told me it had fertilizer in it and I would not need to fertilize do you think I need to put 19.59 fertilizer on it now, or just let it go until August? Well, I, uh, how how long ago did you do it? Early April this month. Early April. Yeah. I don't think I'd add any, but don't don't use the don't use the uh, weed and feed anymore. That's just in in our climate. That's just not a recommended. Oh, I did not know treatment. that. Well, I know that though I'm perturbed yeah. with the clerk, but uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah we do we we use herbicides and we use fertilizers, but they don't just doesn't work. The timing's the not right, time. right. Yeah, at the same time, and so so it's always easier because you know you now you now it's time to fertilize and it was time to do your, your herbicides a long time ago. So. Yeah. So you're not getting the same effect. Did and you, bu- uh, go ahead. Did your uh, fertile? Did your weed and feed kill the weeds? Uh, not the bigger weeds, but the clover. Some clover. 
is the only yeah, place it, where it, I can it see it was brown, effective. It, it, it actually browned it out, huh? Or yeah. killed it. Yes. Well, you well, got something out yeah, of it. Yeah, you did get because that, that's, that's kind of unusual to get that uh, impact. Our weeds now are declining for the winter, just in time for the summer weeds to yeah. come, come back. And uh, so... Mine are fighting it off, though. Yeah. <laughs> we mowed that carrot thing, through, carrot weed, uh, three times. And I... And, uh, and it, all it does is shorten it and make it bloom shorter. Well, I, I spent the morning hand-pulling. Yeah. To, to, I, I, I should have. I have this. I have this vision of uh, my dogs being full. Of, uh, <laughs> the, 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 and, okay. and I can hear my wife complaining. Oh, I hate yeah. those things. Okay, on exi- uh, insecticide for the lawn, the granules. I bought a uh, twenty, thirty bag. I don't know, a big bag of it. It's supposed to kill pill bugs, ants, uh, slugs, cinch bugs, and so on and so forth. I put mulch down yesterday. Can I put this insecticide on now, today, or should I wait until next week because it's going to be raining Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? Okay, and what are you trying to control? Uh, Insects that are in my flower beds. You know, pill bugs. You know what that is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just okay. sow bugs or pill bugs. Yeah, yeah, sow um, bugs, uh huh. And ants and slugs. I don't know about the cinch bugs. I had them last summer, but I don't remember when. But can I put this down today, or should I wait until next week when if it's not going to rain? Well, I I don't think you lose anything by putting it down no. today. No, sometimes okay. the rain helps uh, water it in. Oh yeah, and uh, but okay. And, and what about timing, just putting it on top of the mulch? Because I mulched yesterday. That'll work. I put ten, yeah. ba- ten bags of mulch down yesterday. Uh huh. So, are you doing so, all this yard work and putting out all this stuff? Only me, myself, and I. Oh Goodness. man, you're a pistol. I have no help, so I got to do it by myself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, I love to garden, so I do little, there little you go. bit at a time. Okay. So, what should I do about this insecticide? Can I put it on today? I have one of those little spreaders, hand crack, crank yeah. spreaders. Yeah, you can put light. it. I'd put yeah. it down, and then because you don't know if it's going to rain and when it's going to rain, and. You, and it's not you, you don't lose anything by what do you mean you don't know the weather people are saying Wednesday Thursday Friday you heard her say that yeah and uh, if you look at the forecast <laughs> it's like 30% chance I think yeah but if you listen to our meteorologists what they say is not always true really <gasps> I never Damn. had noticed that <laughs> well <laughs> you don't watch you, the weather close enough. Yeah, yeah okay, you're my so observer. Do yeah. I should do it then today. That's fine, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's all of my questions. Thanks, right, Ann. Good luck. You take care. Thanks for calling. You call yeah, anytime. I will, and you guys have a great day today. You too. Okay, don't bye-bye. You, bye-bye. Don't you mess with Ann. She put down <laughs> 10 bags of compost <laughs> yesterday. What did you do? <laughs> Can we ask it on the air? Sure, here, grab the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to help you. What's going on? Uh, not much. I got um, my soil's not real good in my front yard. I'm over on the northeast side. Why does that surprise us? 
Hmm? And that, why does that surprise us? There's no soil here any place. Uh, okay. I'm just trying to make it better. Uh, yeah. It takes most sun all morning and most of the day. So I just like to try to... It's, it seems to be tight and packed a lot, so it's uh-huh. a lot of clover and all those kind of weeds that kind of come up in there. Yeah. So what would you guys recommend to well, make the, it better? Anything? Well, uh, I mean... What, you got a St. Augustine lawn? No, it's Bermuda. It's Bermuda? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Well, in the, you know, you, every spring you could do a aeration and top dressing or every other spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much soil do you have? Do you have six inches or... Four inches? I wouldn't call it soil. <laughs> but the Bermuda... It, it's about uh, probably three to four inches. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, but it just dries out and gets hard and packed, and yeah. there's nothing you can really do about that, is there? Um, well, yeah, you just you just work at it like you're doing. Okay. And you just, uh, you know, that's that's why we recommend to people, be, when they first put their lawn in, they try to put... Have six inches. It's well worth the that investment. Was, that wasn't done. <laughs> yeah. Well, hardly any of us ever did. Now, now the rule in San Antonio, the law is four inches, but of course six inches is better. But yeah, I, th- I think just put on your schedule the uh, little top dressing with um, compost and aeration every couple of years, and then the compost can filter in, and then the Leaves, uh, mowing the leaves and leaving the leaves on the lawn helps. Okay. Provide some organic material on yeah, there. there's no trees in the front. That's why. Oh, it okay. Takes full, <laughs> okay. It takes full sun. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the Bermuda at least is the is the grass that'll yeah. prosper the most in that kind of a situation. Okay. Um, and then right. the fertilization, you you mentioned that uh, black medic uh, clover, and that that's that's just the kind of consistent with the. The, law, the little conditions you're talking about, it like it uh, competes when there's not much for soil fertility and everything. Yeah. So just keep doing what you're doing. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate cool. it. Thank you. Thank you for coming by. Thank you. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's take a look at the weather forecast. Ann was right. Uh, Monday night. Listen to this guy. 20% chance of showers. Oh, Wednesday night? Monday night. Monday night. Tuesday. Chance of a thunderstorm, 30% chance of rain. Uh-huh. Slight chance of thunderstorms Tuesday night with a 20% chance of rain. Yeah. 40%. All right. All Wednesday. the way up to 40, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean one out of two or less, Milton? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. And then one, yeah, one out of two Wednesday night at 50% chance of rain Wednesday night. And Thursday, back to 40% chance of showers. So, But if you have those kind of forecasts three days in a row, you might actually get some rain. Yeah. 20% chance of shower. Oh, 40% on Friday. On Friday, too. Yeah, 20% Friday night and 20% Saturday. And the the good news, though, is the forecast. Forecast quite often is not right, but the forecast changes, too. And uh, this last week went way we had those thirty and forty percent uh, recommendation, but then it went up way up to eighty percent. So uh, all we can just hope. But it's supposed to clear off next weekend. Oh, good. Okay. It's supposed yeah. to be clear next weekend. Yeah, it's only twenty percent. And Most... why is that a good thing, Milton? I don't know. Oh, okay. I know where you're going. <laughs> in fact, uh, yeah. yeah. In fact, you can come by and get a personal interview of. 
with one of the GVST volunteers. That's right. Right here at uh, at uh, Millburgers today. Next Saturday is the 17th annual Water Saver Landscape Tour, Saturday, May 4th, 9 to 3, a free event. The tour will be in two gated communities within Stone Oak. Five different yards have been selected, each featuring a unique example of water-saving landscapes. You have to, because they're gated, you have to park at Canyon Ridge Elementary School, uh, and shuttle buses will shuttle visitors to and from the neighborhoods. Uh, it's part of the rewards program sponsored by SAW. SAWS. Co-sponsors of the event include uh, the Trinity Glen Rose Groundwater Conservation District, San Antonio River Authority, and additional landscape-related businesses. Um, Which includes Melbourne. There you go. I was just waiting for you all to say. Uh, sponsor information booths, uh, giveaways, and inter- informational goodie bags will be provided to the visitors. For, find out more by going to Water Landscape watersaverlandscapetour.org or go to gardeningvolunteers.org and Rob is here today. Right. He's answering questions which he's doing right now. Rob's kind of shy so you may have to bring you know bring the information out of him a little bit. Right. Uh, but he's also got a raffle tickets that they're selling for some great giveaways uh, that the uh, the folks are doing as part of that tour and they'll do that on the 5th here at Millburgers, right? I think and they'll so. do the drawing. The drawing, yeah. yeah. Are you sure he has raffle tickets? Oh, I thought he did. No. Oh, he doesn't. I'm sorry. I don't think he has raffle tickets. Oh, okay. I thought he but did. But there are, there are raffle tickets associated with the tour, uh, so you can, uh, you can be watching for them, and we'll, uh, we'll let you know if they do okay. show up. Yeah, so come on by and visit with Rob and uh, learn about the tour as well. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. What you got? That's next Saturday, right? That is next Saturday. 9 to 3? Back to you. The weather's going to be perfect. Good. Now that's... If you'd asked that previous caller, she would have told you. And what it told us is going to be perfect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the better the, the, the weather, the more work Ann has to do yeah. out in the yard. There you go. Now, this tour gives you an opportunity to kind of look at uh, how folks with uh, uh, low-water-use landscapes have addressed issues you may have in your own lawn. Uh, they can have a real attractive, colorful landscapes and don't use much water. So it's a great a great place to go yeah, just to see some nice landscapes, mm-hmm. but also, also to, to uh, answer some questions you have about your your own landscape. Very cool. All right. 210-308-8867. And again, for more information on that, go to gardeningvolunteers.org. We talked about uh, fertilization. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, Neil Sperry in yesterday's uh, column has got uh, a little write-up, a little question and answer about uh, when should we fertilize St. Augustine and what ratio is the best? Um, and when should we apply, oh, well, the pre-emergent, two types of pre-emergent. But I, I mainly want to concentrate on the fertilization. Uh, like I said, we have, uh, Millburgers has a 19.59 on sale this week. I like. It's been on sale for the last couple of weeks. And so we know at least until Monday. tomorrow. Yeah. Monday. Or maybe, maybe another week. But anyway, uh, 
our recommendations uh, are a little different than Neil's. Oh. And Neil's uh, was, was bit by the phosphorus bug uh, years ago. Ow. Where they came, where the uh, soil, soil testing laboratory did some erroneous, wrong <laughs> test on uh, for alkaline soils, and their test showed that our lawns and and uh, and all have uh, plenty of uh, too much phosphorus. Too much phosphorus. Too much phosphorus. Okay. So uh, uh, Neil jumped on the banner wagon and ca- uh, is promoting all nitrogen fertilizer, all that first oh. number fertilizer. And uh, we 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 have stuck with uh, 1959 slow release fertilizer, and uh, that's what Millburgers is selling on sale. And uh, because we're of the, at least I am, of firm belief that a little phosphorus and a little potassium mixed in, especially in a slow-release form, is good for the, good for the plants, whether it's vegetable garden plants or, or whatever. But he says, uh, for, and I, I'm, I'm kind of interested confused about that he says feed with a high nitrogen for sandy soil uh or all nitrogen for clay soil and uh well that's con- that's consistent though with uh he's kind of hedging on the sand because they're because it's rare for a sandy soil to have too much Phosphorus or too much potassium. Yeah, yeah right. So he's kind of hedging. It leaches out. Yeah, and he's kind of hedging on that. <laughs> but he's but he's he's going back to that point you made about the on a heavy clay soil like most of our soils here, alkaline soils, and they they re- retain they've got that high phosphorus and high potassium level. So then he's that's where he's pushing that uh, nitrogen. Uh, high nitrogen fertilizer without any of the the other nutrients in there. Yeah, and he he and we recommend uh, slow release formulation, which the uh, Melberger, uh mix, the lawn garden fertilizer has a slow release nitrogen formula with four percent iron and twelve percent sulfur. And they say, uh, Milberger says, it's the best synthetic fertilizer available. Okay, I, they would they wouldn't mess mess with us on the. All we oh. all we know is that it work seems to work for. Oh uh, yeah, and has worked for years for us, and uh, and not just for the lawn. It's great for the lawn, but uh, also. It's a great, a good fertilizer for our vegetable gardens and, oh, yeah. and for a flower garden. So it's got really a versatile uh, product. And yeah. that's part of the issue, too. Um, you can kind of outsmart yourself on how, if you've got ten different formulations of uh, fertilizer on the market. Yeah. 
and trying to figure out which is best for your little part of a lawn, you know, your lawn and everything. Whereas, uh, <laughs> you know, where whereas it's uh, generally more efficient and environmentally less of a problem if you've got a basic formula that uh, takes into consideration the majority of our soils and how yeah. what they need and uh, which that does yeah for years. And it seems to it seems to work really well. A forty pound bag covers seventy six hundred square feet. And you you might say, well, should I use that? Should I go ahead and get a a soil test? Soil test. I, I I'm against soil tests, especially for this area uh, with forty years of experience. Uh, but the uh, the nineteen five nine slow release fertilizer. Fifty percent of it is released immediately, greens your yard up, and fifty uh, percent is released over a three-month period of time. So uh, that's that's a good way to to fertilize your lawn and your vegetables with that nineteen-five now. Well, and then we also Neil, I know mentions fertilization in in June again. Uh, and we generally say that, you know, do it now on or about May 1st, and then typically you don't do it again until the fall. And our, Now, there may be an exception if you've got a high traffic uh, situation or uh, Bermuda grass, but uh, uh, a high traffic Bermuda grass, but really that really don't need much um, more fertilizer than that. Unless you like to mow lawn, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the other key is you got to have access to the water <laughs> to make to make more fertilization worthwhile. That's true. And we don't always have access to extra water for our lawns. So and that 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 uh, formulation is good for all types of grasses. Yeah, it works well. Cool. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Do you want me to give the price, Milton? Sure. Please give the price <laughs> of the fertilizer. It's regularly yes twenty nine ninety nine. Wow, that's real close to thirty dollars. <laughs> yes, it is, but it's not. <laughs> it's not thirty dollars. Twenty nine ninety nine is not thirty. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, but this is on sale. For nineteen eighty eighty eight. Wow, which that's is close to twenty, <laughs> but it's not. It's not twenty. That's a good price, and it's a good day, good time because you can. Uh, uh, well, one bag goes a long way. Most of our lawns uh, seventy six seventy six hundred square feet. Yeah, most of our lawns aren't that large, but then uh, you can use it for your uh, summer uh, annuals and your uh, vegetables. And it it stores pretty well. You, 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 I know people that even get the an extra bag so they have it on hand for the fall because they get it at the sale price. Well, listen, 210-308-8867. If you've got a question, you call us and be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. Hey, I was talking to Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control uh, the other day. He, he actually talked to you? He does actually talk to me. Warren's Did you tell good... him my roaches are dying for some unknown reason? No, I thought you, that needs to be a conversation you and Warren have, <laughs> have in private. They're on their little backs oh. with their feet up in there. But I'm not sure Warren will be as sad as you are. <laughs> but Warren says the big problem that he's uh, 
treating right now is termites. Oh, yeah. So Always if, in Texas. Yeah, if you're worried about termites and you want a good company to come over there and take care of them, Spider-Man's the place to call. They've been doing it since 1976, and uh, Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man Pest Control can help you with termites, roaches, uh, ants, critters in the attic, all those things. Uh, give them a call at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or check them out online. Learn all about all the stuff they do. Go SpiderManPest.com. Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control are the authority uh, that people go to for information uh, because they study this stuff. They study, they learn it, they use it, and you're the beneficiary. When you call ghosts, when you call 210-656-3721 or you go to GoSpiderManPest.com. Let's take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Forty Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies. It looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one-on-one consultation. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. On Bulverde Road, Tex Hill Middle School students are called the Tigers, inspired by the Flying Tigers. The San Antonio story of David Lee Tex Hill after this. Spring is here at Countywide Service Company. Our technicians are ready to evaluate your system and ductwork, making sure you're ready for the Texas heat. Our partnership with American Standard allows very affordable options for your needs. American Standard, a trusted brand and countywide service company, pooling Bear County for over 50 years. Call 210-732-9772. License number TACLA 280-66C. Tex Hill was an American hero as a triple flying ace and squadron leader of the legendary Flying Tigers during World War II. He retired in Military City, USA as a brigadier general. Today, a generous scholarship is named in his honor to attend the school he did as a young boy. San Antonio Academy. I'm Sonny Melendrez. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. 
You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. That's BigStateFinancial.com. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Um, Calvin had, a two, I think, two walk-ups yeah. with uh, people with uh, leaves with black spots on Oh yeah, yeah, Did one, you? yeah, one, and uh, one of them was just older leaves falling off. Yeah, what was the? Uh, I was trying to think of what the variety was, uh, and one of the several evergreen. Oh, it was a viburnum, sweet yeah, viburnum. Yeah, right, right. Just uh, and it, it was typical pattern. Didn't really have black spots. It had kind of the just a general khaki-colored. Yeah, old, old leaves. Old falling, leaves falling off. Yeah. And then, uh, what was the other one, Jerry? Can you remember what the that the one, one had? The one the lady brought in. That one had a more cl- uh, classic s- symptom, and I was trying to—I can't think of what it was either. But that's there. A lot of a lot of the plants are in transition. Yeah. Right now. Um, Neil talks about uh, uh, one of the things that we've. Uh, Avoided missioning here at the nursery, uh, but uh, I'll let I'll let Neil bring it out. He says, uh, "What would cause these purple spots and dying leaves on our Indian hawthorn? Neighbors are having the same problem, mm-hmm. and um, what can we do?" And Neil answers, this is fatal endosporum fungal relief spot that has riddled red-tipped fortunias for the past 30 years. Uh, When Greg Grant was working at uh, Lone Star uh, Nurseries, he was trying to cross the... the, uh, Tried to get a uh, a uh, resistant stain, Fortinia or Fortinius, yeah. and uh, but never, I, it never could come up with a selection, and no nobody has come up with a selection that uh, 
resistant to uh, endosporum leaf spot, which are black spots on the leaves. Uh, it has moved. It moved clo- now. Neil says it has now moved over to closely related Indian hawthorns. Now I've noticed that on, uh, especially if the Indian hawthorns are in the shade and are close together, or yeah, no, no uh, air movement. Right, right. Yeah, they that, see, it seems to take those out first. Yeah. That's that's been a thirty years too, uh, along with the yeah, and all over the southeastern United States. I wish I could offer you a good control, but there simply isn't one. It's time to be thinking about a good replacement for uh, red tip fortinias and. Uh, Indian hawthorns. Uh, he recommends uh, Carissa Carissa Harleys. I guess we have those here. But uh, anyway, he recommends Harleys as a replacement for those, which we've always recommended as a, as a landscape plant. Yeah, we're more inclined to recommend the. Uh, um, well, he likes Nellie Stevens, and yeah, and we, what, what, what the, uh, we recommend the one that's got both the the, the dwarf and the, hell, right. uh, What's the name? What's the name? Starts with a B. Burford? Or not Burford? Yeah, Burford, Burford or uh, uh, Yopon? No, the Bur- Yeah, well, we the Yopon too, but the Burford Holly is kind of the, the standard. Burford is the kind of the cla- classic that I've always had good luck recommending, and yeah. it works. And then the dwarf is equally hardy, and uh, uh, once it's established, uh, pretty invincible. Now, <laughs> when we say that about uh, red tip fortinia, uh, people are listening and saying, "Well, I've had some for twenty years. They're ten feet tall." And, and uh, and then we'll have some people recognize uh, that that they they did well for a while, and then they uh, they got those uh, got the disease. It's kind of like roses too. Well, I think they're in the rose family or something they're close hmm. to the rose family. But uh, unfortunately, there's nothing you can spray them with, and you're taking a chance. Planting those things in uh, a red tip fortinias in uh, in San Antonio. Yeah. Well, and the unfortunate thing is they're so attractive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, they, when people know. have them, they love them. They yeah. cut them back and they have those red yeah. leaves on them. And there are some that that seem to uh, you know. Yeah, plantings. Yeah, they got their in the right soil, the right conditions, and just the luck is with them. But uh, I don't know. I'm sure that seven out of ten plantings are can expect uh, seven years or two, eight years of life at most, and yeah. then they decline. So, at my old Latin, my I think she passed. <laughs> my old Latin teacher used to say, "Yes, a word to the wise is sufficient." 
That's when she was going to give a test the next day? Yeah. If I only, hated that. I hated that. Did she say that in Latin? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if she had said it in Latin, I wouldn't have known what she said. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that's that's something to keep in mind when you're looking for foundation shrub. Now, if you already got red septinias and they haven't got the black spots on there, there's no way you can prevent it. So uh, just enjoy it. Bide your time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, somebody somebody wrote uh, wrote in and said uh, our fertilizer spreader left stripes in our, on our lawn. Left stripes on the lawn. Would it be okay to even it up by adding more fertilizer running the opposite direction? I, I guess that's going to help a little bit. Or should we wait a month or so? You know the uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know what waiting a month will do, but uh, that's that's one of the issues that the 1959 addresses. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's uh, in the old days when you used the. Uh, the other fertilizers, or you fast release and all that, that was quite a bit of. Problem. If it wasn't, if it wasn't uh, overlapping, it was burning or something. Yeah. And uh, generally, the 1959 fertilizer just uh, doesn't do both. And then uh, I guess the other part of it is the kind of fertilizer the spreader you use. Yeah, right. Um, what happened was with the fertilizer spreader they used. It wasn't a, wasn't a uh, 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 drop spreader. It uh, was a drop spreader. It was a drop spreader. Rather than a uh, sp- spreader that sends it out. That to the slings side. the grain. Yeah. Slings. There's a rotary or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but also, if they use a drop spreader, I used Scott's uh, drop spreader for years. Had it on TV and everything else. But uh, you've got to overlap those wheels when you're putting that fertilizer out. Because the fertilizer, the wheel, if you just go with the wheel, the fertilizer comes out away from the wheel. So, uh, so you've got to overlap the wheels, is what I'm saying. And uh, uh, Neil always says uh, uh, that uh, to, to to avoid uh, uh, to avoid that uh, fertilize both directions in your lawn. One, one fertilize one way, and then come back and fertilize the, the opposite way, opposite direction. So anyway. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. I'm betting it's a beautiful day at your house, and I bet you're, uh, if you've got a deck or patio, you're probably going out there and enjoying it. But if it doesn't look like you want it to look, <laughs> you need to call Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 210-822-9147. 
I recommend, you know, one of the things uh, Barry says in the commercial is it really can look new again. And if you look at these before and after pictures of what Barry has done here in San Antonio, he's right. The before picture, the, uh, the deck is gray, uh, uh, sort of kind of boring and lackluster and just... just has no life to it. The after, uh, it's a nice tan, it's shiny, it looks like new again. So if you've got a deck that's uh, not looking like you wanted to, you need to call Barry Hagendorf at 210-822-9147 at Deck and Patio Care. The website's deckandpatiocare.com. And if you had hail damage... Uh, you need to call Barry as well on your deck uh, because uh, and I know he's been promoting this for a couple years now. Uh, and that is that people will have someone come over, they'll look at the roof, they'll write him a check, and then everything is done. And suddenly uh, they'll call Barry and say, well, I've got this damage. And Barry says, hail damage. And they'll say, oh, okay. Um, well, it's too late because the insurance company already covered everything and gave me the check. So uh, if you've got it, make sure you call Barry if uh, you need it to get that deck taken care of because of the hail damage. He'll kind of inform you of everything at 210-822-9147. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Our number 210-842-5877. Nope, that's the wrong number. 210-308-8867. Whose number is that? Your personal I number? I don't know. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies. It looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one-on-one consultations. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, right by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to MillbergerNursery.com. MillbergerNursery.com and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that 
will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps. Touch the western wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. For details and to sign up, click on the Stand with Israel banner at 930amtheanswer.com. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your calls at 210-308-8867. Wade is on the line. Hey there, Wade. What's going on? How can we help you today? Hello, sir. Yeah, yeah during the high windstorms, all the squirrels at the house and the large uh, oaks lost their nests. Uh, you know, there's twigs everywhere from the, you know, the twigs they used to build them. They were everywhere. Right. But now I've noticed that I've noticed that they are eating and chewing on my cow skulls that I got off of the ranch years back. And I well, guess they're doing that what? to get calcium. On what? What are they doing? The chewing they on the cow skulls? Are, now these are the brown city squirrels, not the black ones or the gray ones. They are chewing on cow skulls uh, like they're a treat, like a, like a cracker. Huh? I've, yeah. seen, I've seen I've seen cows do this chew on other cows' bones in, out in pastures. <laughs> oh, gee! But, but I've never seen I, squirrels I w- do it. I wouldn't mess with those squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> they may be uh, wet the appetite for yeah. your body. Yeah, exactly. They may go hmm. Yeah. That one looks <laughs> a little fleshier than this. Off of one of the skulls. They did what? They've eaten the whole horn off one of the skulls. Wow. That's fascinating. There must be something in it that... Yeah. Calcium. Probably calcium. You've seen the calcium? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Calvin suggests. Well, we... Yeah, I, guess, one, I agree. One of them 
Mis- there's was- a, lot, a lot of mystery into, uh, like, antlers and things. Yeah. They, you know, they drop them. Yeah, the rat. Uh, yeah. I think the ra- varmints eat those. Yeah. The rats. And, and they don't, you know, you, you know, you'd swear you'd find a big pile of them and be obvious, but they're, they don't last long out no. there in nature. Uh-oh. So the squirrels are just... Reverting back to nature. So you better watch out, Milton. You've been uh, mystery. Yeah, I know. I, I was making, uh, getting upset the squirrels were eating the strawberries. I didn't know that <laughs> they could turn on us. It sounds like a horror movie. They're cute and fuzzy until you, until can, you can hear them halfway across the yard crunching on them. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> Do they make that little uh, squirrel noise and then the crunching, the little... <laughs> Something it, like that? It's, it's, it's bizarre. No. It's very bizarre. That is bizarre. You can spray, you can spray those horns with squirrel away. <laughs> uh, well, it's become entertaining. I don't mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yes, uh, last week one of the gentlemen remarked about black squirrels, and there is a huge concentration in the rocks out at Santerra Golf Course. There's a lot of black squirrels out on that golf course. I, I just wonder if they're if they're good to eat, just like the grays and reds are. I have a neighbor that eats squirrels, and uh, he found out they're high in cholesterol, so he quit eating them. No, Lord have mercy. <laughs> They never told my mama that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, squirrel, squirrels are high in cholesterol. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'd, I'd like to see the research done on that. Well, rutabagas are very low in cholesterol. Yeah, I'll say. Very healthy to eat rutabagas. And you upchuck those after you eat them, <laughs> so uh, they, will, they don't have time to harm you. Well, that's a very interesting story. That's the first. Uh, yeah, I think that's the first antler eating uh, or horn eating uh, call we've gotten on squirrels. Yeah. Make make sure those squirrels are properly fed. Yeah. Thanks a lot for taking the call and have a great day. God bless you. Thank all. you for calling. You too. Bye. With that information. Bye-bye. All right. So if you can tell us more about uh, the uh, squirrels and their habits and. Uh, I did some research online. Oh, Lord. I'm trying to find it. And it's You're a, not going to find that. No, I did. Antlers. I did. What? Yeah, let's see. Uh, March, and this is according to nor- northwoodlands.org. Uh, March and early April are great times to find shed antlers. On good days, the antlers will glow on the barren forest floor. But be aware, you're not the only one looking for sheds. All right. Squirrels. Mice, Does it porcupine, even foxes and bears eat antlers, which are full of calcium, phosphorus, and mineral salts. I'd rather the squirrels get them than the bears. I, I, I don't <laughs> yes, want yeah. yeah, to be competing with a bear. <laughs> wait, if you find bears who are out there eating the, uh, the, the skulls, the antlers, the antlers um, you, you have bigger problems than, than we can help you with. <laughs> or do you have a solution for those bears, Jerry? Uh, bear away. Bear away. <laughs> yeah, we sell a product called Bear Away so that you can do spray okay. that repels bears. Yeah. We don't have any bears in our neighborhood, so I'm very fortunate. I like Wade. Uh, all right. 210-308-8867. Wow, that was a cool question. Yeah. Um, Neil also approached uh, 
a conver- uh, a uh, problem I've seen. Uh, I've seen it on the crossvine. And he said, uh, somebody wrote in and said, I have three areas of crossvines that I planted one and th- and three years ago. All were doing well, but I have started losing large numbers of leaves marked with uh, purple spots. And uh, nurseries have suggested uh, several fungicides, but nothing has helped. What can I do? The plants are alive and do blooming, but I'm still losing leaves. Now, Neil says he's seen those spots, too, but uh, he finds no reference to them on the University of Plant Pathology website. And that leads me to believe it's not disease-related. Have you have you ever seen that on on uh, on the cross line? No, I haven't seen it, but that doesn't lead me to believe that it's not disease-related, though. Well, I've seen it on um, the John Thomas Wild Seed Farms up there has a big cross line on the fence in their back in the back uh, back uh, uh, where they have the wildflower exhibits and uh, I guess it's stressed or something but I've seen it lose leaves to uh-huh, black but you, but you don't think it's related to a fungus I think it's uh, physiological. stress or physiological huh. but uh, and his indication that he had used a fungicide and it didn't help but that thing uh, almost defoliated. Now it comes back out every year. Uh-huh. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's just something that, that they lose their old leaves. And when old leaves get ready to fall off, whether a tree or or whatever, they're usually attacked by a what's the what's the word? Something pathogen. Uh, uh, just a, a company pathogen. Secondary, yeah. Secondary pathogen. There you go. Yeah, just. Secondary pathogen. The, the plant that, is giving that, up on protecting the leaf, so it's right. fair game. And it's old. Yeah. Just like we have. We're older and we have secondary and pathogens. And some. Right? And some, some of us older folks lose their hair. Uh, yeah. Just like the leaves. That's what I did. <laughs> are, you, are you? And he applied fungicide, and it didn't help. It yeah. Didn't help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I even pri- applied mycorrhiza, Milton. To help? No. No. It's I too- think it harmed it. Oh no. <laughs> what about uh, yeah. Howard Garrett's magic elixir? Oh, Garrett juice. Yeah. <laughs> I should have applied Garrett juice. But uh, anyway. Alright, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free 866-308-8867. There's a lot of action out here. I was just trying to make a little assessment. Uh, yeah, there is. Not as much tomato action as there was yesterday. It's a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of trees. Yeah. Ornamental, uh, yeah, there's some coleus. Um, Lots of lots of zinnias and uh, mm-hmm. marigolds and uh, uh, begonias. So, 
But uh, oh, nice. here's some more. Yeah, here look at here's a whole bunch of trees coming. Yeah, and then he's got. Oh, he's bringing. Oh, it's fruit trees. It's our guy. Where? Oh, with the, uh, yeah, the Texas A Texas A and M. Yeah. Good. Good. He found what he was looking for. That's good. <laughs> well, he he just got one of every big thing. It looks like quite a few trees there. I was scanning through my uh, May Mailbarker newsletter. Yes. And uh, we we talked about this yesterday, where we we uh, determined uh, that uh, Kevin wrote these questions and answers because the first question is when can we plant zinnias and other warm weather annuals? Oh, uh huh. He, he didn't mention the other annuals. Just yeah, just the zinnias. That's his. That's his. That's yeah. a giveaway. Zinnias are just the the leader of the. Uh, uh-huh. That's all you need to say is in this example. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I was looking at at my section that I contribute unknowingly to every every <laughs> week. Yeah. Month, and uh, gives me credit. And uh, then I was reading about what to plant. What did you say? It says plant color to, uh, for color. Get the begonias and impatiens in quickly if you expect them to fare well when the heat arrives. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's okay. Wait until mid-month oh, to shit. plant periwinkles. Yeah, the old periwinkles. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Wait till mid-month. Don't plant vinca or periwinkle until at least June 1st. You know, that's the old recommendation. Yeah. Well, and that's and Neil is still leaning towards. Is that right? That way, yeah. I was trying to think of he's a lot. A lot of these issues, he's changed his uh, recommendations, but I think on. the on the periwinkles, he's still reluctant to just talk, being safe. Talk about early, or is he yeah. not sure if everybody has Cora? <laughs> but but what did you say? Can, what did you say about zinnias? <laughs> you you didn't even mention. That. I'll get to that. Oh, did you? Bit. Okay, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 or come on out and visit us it's a beautiful day here at Millburgers barely a cloud in the sky just little fluffy white clouds sitting there uh, and uh, it's a nice pleasant day so come on out and visit us you can visit with Rob and Gardening Volunteers of South Texas and learn more about the upcoming Water Saver Landscape Tour next Saturday in Stone Oak and you can learn it's more free. From- yep it's free and we'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. President Trump rallied his supporters in Wisconsin last night instead of attending the annual White House Correspondents Association dinner. Greg Cluxton was there. Addressing thousands of people here inside a Green Bay sports arena, the president touted the strength of the economy, denounced the special counsel's Russia report, and criticized the media. During the rally, he brought White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders on stage, who received a standing ovation. She said she was at the White House Correspondents' Dinner last year and didn't receive the best welcome. Later, to the delight of the crowd, the president took a shot at CNN and their low ratings. 
Greg Clugston with the president in Green Bay. Former Indiana Senator Richard Lugar, a Republican foreign policy sage known for leading efforts to get former Soviet states to give up their nukes, has passed away. He was 87 years old. Luger died at the Inova Fairfax Heart and Vascular Institute outside Washington, D.C. this morning. Serious flooding in Mozambique has arrived in the wake of Cyclone Kenneth. The flooding is worsening, with waters now waist-high in places. The government has urged people to immediately seek higher ground. Hundreds of thousands of Mozambicans are at risk. Residents in the region's main city, Pemba, are reported to be frantic as rushing waters flood their homes and heavy rains fall. Women and girls have used buckets and pots to try to scoop the torrent from their front yards, but in vain as the water has continued to pour in. Authorities say there have been a number of deaths after Cyclone arrived Thursday evening with the force of a Category 4 hurricane. I'm Charles Duladesma. Investigators sorting through the background of the man they say that burst into a California synagogue yesterday and started shooting, killing one person and wounding three. 19-year-old John Ernest called 911 on himself after the incident, turned himself in. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Can we ask your questions on the air? Do you mind coming on the air with us? You had some good questions. All right, here you go. We'll give you the microphone. You'll be on the air, and these both, both gentlemen will be able to help you. You're, What's not, going? you're not from Wilson County, are you? No, sir. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, he thinks yeah. anybody that's got sandburrs. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard they have sandburrs in Wilson County. Are your sandburrs already showing? Oh, they're prolific. I mean, I've got a carpet bed of grass birds. Because Jerry and I were talking about this is this is premier weed year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were both out this morning trying to get the uh, beggar's lice, you know, that <laughs> carrot plant, and pull those because that's going to be a, a problem. And I usually have sandbirds, but I haven't seen any sandbirds yet. Oh, you're welcome to come take all you want. Uh, that's right. You can keep your, you keep your share. Um, I'm afraid we have to let them dry down before we can get them. Well, get the in all seriousness, I've pulled two of the big uh, green recycle bin fulls of those things out of my wow. backyard. And, really? Uh, Holy Sanders? cow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Well, like I say, we let the blue bonnets grow in our backyard. We've got a big backyard. Yeah. And we live over in Thousand Oaks, to make a long story short, okay. uh, with a lot of sun. So they're just prolific. But Great. now I've pulled the 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 big radial you know plants, but I've got all these cockleburs or sandburrs laying on the ground. Yeah. After the blue bonnets are dead, I bought a pear burner. Oh, man. Now, this, this is my question. All those those... Uh, grass burrs that are laying on the ground. There's no grass. It's just weeds. Okay. Can I kill those those grass burrs so they won't germinate, or do I have to just wait and put pre-emergent on them again next year? Well, you, well, if you got a pear burner, you can burn the you can burn kill the ones on top of the kill soil. some. Yeah, you'll get some because I, I think you'll still have remnants. Yeah, I've tried dragging the carpet uh, across it, and that picks up some. But I've got so many, I can actually take a shovel. And sweep them into a flat nose shovel and get them up. And I've gotten a five gallon bucket of them out that way. Oh, gracious. And the bad thing is, I've got three dogs. 
Oh, oh man. Luckily, only one of them has long hair, but uh, <laughs> anyway, and, and it I'm hurts just the dog. It gets in their feet. They get them in oh, their feet. Well, so far, I haven't had that problem too much. Uh, it's more in their coat, but that's the next thing. When they get a little harder and more dry. Yeah. My, um, mine have a tendency to uh, develop quickly develop paths. That they, that's that's yeah. what they've done. And, you know, the, the sandbar corner they avoid. <laughs> go, you know, when I'm going over to there and I'm calling them, they go take the uh, route. Yeah. And, yeah mine to avoid the, the sandbars. Yeah, yeah, well, we have... Uh, recently adopted three-legged lab, and uh, oh, he's aw. smart enough that he leads the other two through them, and I burned a path along our fence and then one diagonally across through the burrs. There you go. And they stay on the paths. But, you know, they, they get to tussling and chasing and running, and then they <laughs> we have one little short-legged dog, and she gets, she's the one with long hair. My other question in conjunction with those is, could you tell me how to harvest the uh, uh, blue bonnet seeds so that I can move them to the front yard next year? Yeah, and Jerry's, a cla- uh, Jerry's uh, developed the techniques. And I, I remember one year when we well collected the whole plants, right? Put them in paper sacks and uh, let them shed, let them shed their seed in yeah. the top. I If I remember right, Jerry, you let the pods had to show some. Browning, then we took the whole whole plant, right? Then they put it upside down in the plant, and they matured and and blew off all the seeds were collected at the back. But now, if you want to, if you multiple harvest them, in other words, uh, you can just take them as they ripen or turn brown, right? Well, we've got an area is your front porch here uh, double this size, and it is just covered in blue bonnets. We've never, had, we've never had this many before. Great. But like I say, I didn't do anything to stop the weeds from growing this year, so the weeds grew along yeah, with the blue yeah. bonnets. Uh, we had that problem, too, on our com- our commercial sites. I see. Did, did, are all your blue bonnets blue? Yes. All oh. of them are blue and white. I'm no, sorry. I'm but sorry. they're all native. We didn't plant any. They're all. Oh, really? Yeah, these are all native. And plants. you got white ones in there. We have some white ones. You Most do. of them are blue, but we do have some that are white. Okay. Which is unusual. I figured they were like a, a albino. albino plant. They're an albino. Yeah. And they were beautiful, but the flowers now are just about gone. Yeah, right. Uh, we still have the little uh, purple flowers mixed in amongst them. I don't right. know what those are. Verbena. Verbena. Okay. Oh, my wife would be thrilled to know that. She'll probably try to transplant one. She's uh, probably over here buying some right now. <laughs> well, they're tough to transplant, Verbena. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. The wild, the wild. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, but uh, if you multiple harvest them, uh, if you just want to harvest the whole plants like Kevin talked about, you wait till the plant turns. It's doing that now. It's losing, some of them are, losing. yes. Some are starting to turn yellow and turn the yellow. seeds there are turning brown. There right. you go. Uh, you wait till 40 to 50% of them, of the pods, are brown or either yellow. Okay, and then take the whole plant, put it in a paper bag. Upside down in a paper bag, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that pops, the seed pops yeah, out. Yeah, to, to explode and scatter yeah. and sow them, so yeah. to speak, yeah. And uh, you, you don't want to pack them in. Yeah, you want to have loosely in and a paper that, bag. That was classic because Jerry would just go after the seeds pop. He'd just go and he'd pull that whole plant out, and all that would be left was or the seeds. Pure seed, yeah. yeah. 
Excellent. It, but do you want, do you put the plants in with any dirt around the roots, or by no. that time just just take pull the, it and you take stick the, them in? The, you take the dirt off. Yeah. Okay. But but it takes more space too. If you do your, you just do your pods. You just, you just even if you get some pods that are not quite ripe or some that are a little extra ripe, you're still going to get a huge amount of seed. Okay, and as long as they're starting to turn yellow before they turn completely brown, then they right. would be okay to harvest. Right. Because we've got a lot right now that I could do this afternoon. Okay. Okay, well, gentlemen, thank you very much. Yeah, that was man, you haven't got the grass bar deal. Well, oh, my question about that using the fair burner? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about how to how to get rid of them. Well, we've, we've put pre-emergent on them in years past. We did not do that this year. And previously they were able to, you know, just take a digging hoe and, and dig them up pretty easily. This year they're just extremely large. I mean, I've got thousands of the darn things in the backyard, literally. Some areas it, was like, it looked like they were a quarter of an inch thick, just a carpet. So did you quit going to church, or what? What's yeah. the deal? <laughs> no, I, th- I think life has just caught up with me. Yeah. <laughs> that that is uh, scares me a little bit because I haven't seen the, that happen. Most of the sambers are, I think, are are behind. Uh, yeah, uh, they haven't started yet, but yours are way ahead. I, I hope we're talking about the same thing. These things grow from like a central position and then they have radial arms that come out and uh, and the seeds yeah on along each arm they have multiple grass burrs they're round and sort of flat and they've got stickers all around the edge now you're not talking about black medic clover no. are you no these are we, we've always called them sand burrs or cockle burrs yeah and they're, they're the gra- they're grass right no they they lay flat on the ground I'll be happy to bring you one. <laughs> See, I'm, think, I'm thinking those are. Roll. I think I'm, I'm thinking those are diff, different than we're. These these things grow to some of them as much as a two and a half foot diameter yeah, plant. I think, yeah, they I think we're talking. Flat. I think you're talking black medic, uh, and it's got a does have a, a seed, a cockleburr kind of seed, and gets in the dog fur for sure. Oh yes, it's not not too bad on their feet. Not like the. The sandbur that we're talking about, it's got the sharp cuts right into the... Yeah. But I'll bet that's what it is. Yeah, if you think... if uh, Black Medic is what I'm thinking, what you've got. Because it it is maturing right now or it's, uh, la- last couple of weeks. And it's uh, that's consistent with what you're talking about. The sandburrs, I think, w- will be uh, coming up now probably, but they're... Uh, is this a good picture of Black Medic? Yeah, that that's a pretty good picture. Does that this look like yours? Whoops. Sir. No. No. Mine, mine lay flat on the ground. Has it got out. a broad leaf? No. It, it's just a small leaf. I'll bring one up and leave it here with the okay. people for cool. you. I wonder if it's bur clover. Yeah, well, they, 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 they I, definitely I got the that flat on the ground. They definitely have stickers, though. I mean, they will stick. I've they had got, them sticking my lawnmower tires. Yeah, yeah. Bring uh, if you if it's convenient for you, bring it in. Yeah, we're ten minutes, five cool. minutes away. We'll be That'd happy be great. to. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Thanks, man. Okay, but my idea of burning the the seeds that are on the ground that are left, the dry ones, would that keep them from germinating? Then I'll keep those from germinating. Once you burn, if you burn them, you know, burn them. Yeah, I, I went to Harbor Freight and bought a. 
$23 pear burner, and I've got the propane from the barbecue, and it, it works. But, I mean, uh, it's... <laughs> well, that, that would... Those... Uh one of those clover clover plants that those would be much easier to use a pair of burner on because they're they're lighter and uh, I was wondering you know and they kind of they don't sink into the ground like a sandbur does so but I uh, that might that pear burner might work pretty well there. Okay, well, excellent, gentlemen. I really appreciate the help. Sure, thank I'll, I'll you. Be back over and leave that uh, at the office for you. Yeah, we do, we don't need a. a, a Garbage sack. No, no, no. Oh, I didn't have a garbage sack. I had the garbage thing. I kept them packing packing them. And we actually put out two full loads of them. That is unbelievable. Well, we've got probably a 20 by 40 foot space that was covered in blue bonnets. And all amongst the blue bonnets are these burrs. You know, and you didn't see them until you went out and walked amongst them. Mm -hmm. Did they actually stick to your uh, jeans and things? Yeah, they stick to you. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I like, yeah, I they're not as bad as the ones that are totally round. These are are flat, sort of like if you looked at them like a pinwheel almost. Yeah, yeah, and they okay. got the they got the the, the, the spurs around the outside, around the edge, yeah. but just in a radial pattern. Uh huh. Okay, well, I'll bring those up. Thank we'll you, sir. Again, cool. Pardon? We're all from I, wa- I wonder. This is not cleared, not used, but uh, once the blue bonnets die down. Back die down. They're they're dying now. Um, you could use glyphosate herbicide. Glyphosate uh, Roundup. Okay, I've got Roundup. Okay, I've got Roundup. I've got both the uh, four month and the one for three or four days. Yeah, I use the four month out behind the fence, and it works great. Okay, you use a try a section of the blue bars. The ones that have died down, I mean, are died down. I don't think uh, they will uptake that uh, Roundup. In other words, it won't hurt your seed. Okay. But I, I would just try a section of it. I, I would just like to be able to kill the uh, burr seed. Right, right, right. Cool. Okay. okay. Well, Thanks, man. Thank you. Take I care. Appreciate it. Give that a try. 210 8867-210-308-8867. Marty is on the line. Hey there, Marty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? All right. Thank you very much for taking my call. Uh-oh, wait. I got... Just, just a second. Uh, hold yeah. on one sec. Yeah. That, can, you, can you help with Marty real quick? Cause, okay. Yeah, because Jerry's... I'm going to take the... Don't, don't go anywhere. We'll come back. Right All right. Yeah, yeah Marty, what's going on? Yes, I have a question. Uh, I have a section uh, in my yard that I have uh, some uh, rescue grass as well as some crab grass coming up. Uh-huh. I want to try I want to try and eliminate uh, these okay. two if at all possible. And uh, I, was, I was wondering uh, would it have to be by just cutting it with uh, the lawnmower and using a pre-emergent and if I do use a pre-emergent uh, what uh, brand name would you recommend? Okay, yeah, the rescue grass is relatively easy to eliminate or uh, if you put a a, a pre-emergent Amaze Works Dimension XL, depending on XL is pretty much the same as Amaze, if you, but it's a bigger quantity. But th- that is uh, like September first uh, to prevent, because the rescue grass should be declining right now, trying to pr- okay. trying to produce seed. And then what was the other one? Uh, rescue grass and uh, crabgrass. 
Oh, yeah, the crabgrass should only be coming coming up now. It, it's a summer summer grass, but the same the same pre-emergent herbicides that prevent rescue grass when applied in September. If you apply uh, Dimension or a Maze in first uh, of March, that should uh, control crabgrass. Okay. And sandbur too. Crabgrass and sandbur are the basic targets for the application in the spring. Okay, so you said it's dimension that they move it? Dimension is one. A maze is a product that's okay. also effective. Okay. And you said you put that uh, sep- uh, September the 1st? September the 1st for the, yeah, for preventing the the uh, growth of uh, rescue grass in the wintertime. Okay, all right. Well, that, that uh, I'm going to have to avert to that because uh, I don't want them to take over my, my yard. Like I said, I have some uh, nice Bermuda grass coming up, but uh, there's a section, like I said, that, that the uh, yeah. rescue yeah, grass. This was, the, the this, this was really the year for, for rescue grass and for bed straw. It was just a uh, bonanza weed. Yeah. Year. Thanks, Marty. All right. Thank, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Enjoy listening to your show. Thanks, man. Thank you, you take care. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Mike's on the line at 210-308-8867. Calling from Poteet. Is that right, Mike? Yep. What's going uh, on in Poteet? Well, here's i got a question about potatoes. I, I experiment around with potatoes a little bit, but I notice that some of them produce a little white flour. So I assume they produce a seed, and I wondered if if anybody or does anybody ever try and grow potatoes from the seed? Um, not that I know of. It's it's uh, so easy to plant to produce it from the seed potatoes. Um, I don't. You know, I was trying to remember the history of the potato. And, you know, when, when you live in a state like Minnesota, or, you know, there's a lot of talk about uh, potatoes and the role they played in history and everything. But I don't remember any uh, anybody trying to grow them by seed. I'm, I'm trying to remember if this, what the seed, are, they, do, they do have the flower. In fact, when the flower comes, that's an indication that we could, in, in fact, start harvesting the new potatoes. Yeah. But uh, as far as I know, nobody in recent history is uh, using the seed. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, plant researchers would use it in some way. Yeah. Well, I may try it, and if it, I may, if it does, I'll let you know. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let us uh, keep us informed on what happens. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You bet. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And Glenn's calling from Wilson County. What's going on, Glenn? Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Just a quick on, uh, well, I pronounce it agarita, agarita plants. So I, I had, I had uh, bought a shrub there at Millburgers and I was going to try to plant some of the seeds that are in the little red berries 
should I take them out and dry them or plant the whole berry or is it a futile effort? Uh, we're talking about agarita? Yes, sir, agarita. Yeah. I think you can just go ahead and plant the the whole berry because the the seeds uh, germinate. They drop off the plant and germinate in the in the, in the wild. Um, you could you could just you know you could just collect the seed, plant them in a, a container if you you know so it makes it easier for you to transplant it. But you could also um, experiment with it if you wanted to see if you get better results. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't think you'll be any advantage. I think you can just go ahead and plant the uh, plant the seed as uh, fruit as you come comes off the plant. So plant the whole plant the whole berry. I don't need to strip yeah. the seed out of the berry and dry them out or nothing like that. Just plant yeah. the whole berry. You can if you want, because of course the the dried berries and seeds will germinate. But I don't think you need to. Gotcha. Okay. The, uh, uh, I mean, of course, they're, they're red and growing everywhere now, so I'm going to plant some of those and try that. Yeah, that's a great, it's a great plant for, uh, uh the birds love them, and, uh, it's kind of an attractive plant, too. All righty? Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Glenn. You take care. Bye, Glenn. All right, we got to take a break. So, John, don't go anywhere. We're going to get you your question right after the break. We'll take that break right now. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up on 930 AM. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies, that looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one on on one consultations. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. 
Now there are 20. Former Vice President Joe Biden announced by video yesterday he's again running for president. Twice before he ran and never made it through the early primaries. He'll have an even tougher time now, though the media will be his friend. Even Barack Obama, though, won't endorse him. That must hurt, given Biden's loyalty to the former president. In his announcement, Biden dredged up the racial confrontation in Charlottesville, Virginia, two years ago, and again quoted out of context President Trump's remarks. The president denounced racism and said it isn't who we are as a nation. But Biden chose a small clip that conveyed another meeting. It's dishonest, but that's politics. Biden is tied to policies and issues, both foreign and domestic, that haven't worked. He's running on emotion. If he gets the nomination, President Trump is likely to chew him up in debates. Notice how Biden and all the other Democrat candidates have said nothing about what you can do for yourself. To them, government is God, and individuals must bow down at its altar and worship it. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Well, Calvin answers a question off the air. We're going to go back to those phone lines at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's see. Hang on one sec. we got uh, John on the line calling with a question from Medina County. What's going on, John? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Um, well, i got a question about onions. Um, Onions, okay. Does it does it help any to pinch off the attempts at the blooms when they come out? Because those, you know, the bud head or whatever you call that flower bud. Yeah, yeah, right. bolts. Huh? Excuse me. Is that a chicken back there? Yeah, I might look by the chicken house. Yeah, uh. <laughs> it's a rough life, my man. But somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Okay, uh, what happened is that that bloom spike or flower bud 
comes from the very bottom of the onion and comes right through the center of the onion. So when you when you pinch off that uh, head, it'll stop it from blooming. But it uh, the the damage is already done from the uh, part that's coming through the stem that's coming through the onion. So what you want to what you want to do uh, uh, is uh, use those onions fresh. Usually, the ones that bloom or send up a bud, use those first, and then let your others go ahead and mature out. Got it. No problem. Now, what, per, uh, what guess, percentage well, of them are, are blooming? Okay. Um, oh, I'd say less than 10% right now. Oh, good. That's good. you know what variety it is? White ones. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I, know I bought the white ones because uh, we use them primarily for cooking, and you don't, yeah. you don't need a mild onion. If you want a onion flavor, you need something with some punch. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> That's look, probably crystal wax. Um, I don't know, but anyhow... Um, I didn't know there's a lot of options. You know, they they bring them in by the wads around here, and I figured they all come from the same place. But anyway, um, they do. Um, back to that bloom business. Let's say I did pinch it off, and I realize that I'm going to use it fresh. It won't keep. But does it? Does the bulb keep getting bigger till I pull it out? When that stalk comes, when that stalk comes up, uh, that. Uh, It'll probably after you pinch it off, it'll probably still send up a stalk. Uh, and what happened is that onion, uh, instead of making a firm bulb or a firm onion, it'll make a, a good it'll make a good size onion, but it'll it'll be light. It'll be a light onion. Okay. But it'd be so, big because that. Okay. that yeah, I, I understand now about uh, they're not going to keep. I might as well use them fresh. But my, what I was getting at was, um, if I have more than I need at a given time, and I leave the plant there rather than pull it out, the bulb still gets bigger. Even though I'm going to use it fresh, it still gets to be bigger. Is that correct? What I'm. Yes, hearing? that is correct. Okay. Well, the the, the 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 of course the onion ring, the rings in the onion, are uh, formed uh, from the leaves of the uh, leaves of the onion plant. So uh, you've already got you've got leaves on there. Uh, it formed leaves before before you saw the uh, bulb. I mean, before you saw the uh, sprout, the bud. Uh, but so it it uh, it'll form those rings on on a, on a what looks like an onion. Well, it is an onion. So uh, you'll get some ring development and uh, a fairly large onion. But it it'll never be as heavy or dense as a onion that doesn't doesn't uh, flower. 
right. So now I guess uh, follow-on questions to this from, for our strategy for the future. Um, is, is it better then, from what I'm hearing, maybe to plant all, all your onions as early as possible, don't have successive plantings? Or, or I guess another way I'm asking this, are the ones planted later more likely to bloom more percentage, a higher percentage than the early ones, or what is driving this? The one uh, uh, cold uh, environmental t- conditions like cold, cold alternating with hot. Okay, so so it really well, doesn't have a whole lot of difference uh, to do with when I planted them. Then, yes, uh, if you plant an onion that's uh, larger the the di- stem diameter or the neck diameter. Is larger than a pencil, and it's exposed to those alternating temperatures. It'll flower, or some of them will flower. Yeah. Uh, so, so to be on the safe side, uh, you you wait to lay the ones planted later will uh, not bolt, not bolt. Oh, they will not because the, we don't have that hot, cold uh, there you go. back and forth. All That's right. So, when do, what about the onion growers over here, like uh, over here in, uh, you know, uh, Crystal City and all them areas? They don't get that issue or what? There's, no, they, they plant a little bit later. Like, okay, so uh, they plant later. Yeah, they've come up... Uh, Dixon Dixondale Farm in Carrizo Springs uh, has started selling onions. What by Thanksgiving or something? Like used to, used to the uh, the growers in the Winter Garden there uh, would would take a chance on planting in uh, December and uh, no December. And early January, and uh, hope they would hope that it didn't get the right weather conditions to cause them to bolt. Uh, so, but uh, if you wait a little bit later, and also our varieties uh, that Dixondale growing are are more resistant to that bolting. Okay, now is, that, is um. Let's say uh, Jerry's going to plant his onions. What, what is your choice uh, earliest month? Uh, well, I, I, we recommend that they, they, they plant some of the early ones. People are anxious to plant onions, so plant some of the early ones. In, in uh, when we get them, November, December? Just whenever, yeah, whenever you get them so you got onions. Yeah, okay. in December, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. But, but if you wanted, if you wanted to produce some to keep, you know, uh, mature out and keep, what, what, when would be a good time to do it? Then is it February? 
February, okay. All right, well, that tells me. I mean, I'm going to plan them early because, you know, I can't help it. But Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to <laughs> understand, understand this better so I can make some decisions if I want to do something like that. All right. What's, that, what's that chicken's opinion? Is that there the chicken in the background? Oh, those chickens like all my greens I, I pull out yeah, the garden. Yeah, I'm back Oh, they all line up. They follow me from the house every day to the garden. <laughs> they know what's going on because I'm covering out the old stuff. There you go. A lot of brown Thanks. eggs. Happy, happy chickens. Dark, dark orange <laughs> yolks. All right. Oh, man. That sounds good. See you Thanks, later. Sir. Thank you, all. You bet. Right. Get the yolks on him, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 210 308 Scrubby, we lost you, so give us a call back on that okra seed question that you had at 210-308-8867. We didn't finish my conversation on the... Uh, uh, mis misprint of the uh, of the don't plant vincas or periwinkles until oh, okay. uh, June first. That was a uh, that's an old recommendation u- using your s- source. Yeah, that's the problem. One of the problems with uh, being an area horticulturist for forty years in the same area. <laughs> yeah, you get to read your. Well, and then, then in case new, of... Uh, new things, things have changed. Yeah, well, in the case of Vinca, they've, they've addressed a, a long-term problem. Oh, yeah, big time. And A&M had a lot to do with that. And then, of course, the, the onions are onions are another... Yeah, but uh, the reason I know you can plant Vinca earlier is because they're on sale here, Milton. What? <laughs> nice segue. I said June 1st. Yeah. So if you get the newsletter, cr- scratch through that yeah. June first thing, and uh, and Calvin didn't mention Vink Vink uh, Periwinkle a while ago when he was. What did he talk about? Uh, I, I, Zinnias and, and other plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a you do you do have a. Um, I kind of do forget about Vinca uh, yeah. until a little later, and this gets real hot. Then you think about it. Yeah. But people want to plant those because the main reason, deer won't eat them. Vinca yeah. periwinkle, all different colors. Well, plus yeah. they produce. And then the other thing you remember 30 years ago, the, <laughs> the Vinca, they're basically all lavender. And now we got nice oh, reds yeah, got and whites. Wonderful and, colors. Yeah. Hey, we got Scrubby back on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Scrubby, what's going on? Oh, well, I was just uh, listening to the uh, local garden show. I realized, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, y'all are doing fine, but uh, yeah, I told the lady that uh, I was uh, I had two questions and uh, I had two answers. And, oh, good. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's what, good. What What do you want first? <laughs> uh, let's do right. Let's do one yeah. answer. Yeah, let's okay, do that. Answer. All right. Well, uh, I know uh, from listening to you guys that now would be a good time to get okra seeds in the ground, and I I'd like to know uh, what kind of plant, and uh, should I soak them a little while before I put them in the ground? My yeah, soil cat, is. Cat. Uh, it drains real well, so 
I'll let yeah, keep Cal- them, you know. Yeah, Calvin's already planted his, right, the other day? I did, and but, but he I, didn't soak them. Yeah, I forgot about the uh, soaking, and I <laughs> wish I had. But, of course, I didn't. I thought about it, but I didn't go back and collect the seed. Back there you the, go, after uh, you put them in the ground. Yeah. Huh? Um, uh, but, no, uh, now if you can find we we our favorite, and I think Calvin mentioned it in his article uh, yesterday's paper, uh, is a one called Oscar Oprah. Oscar Oprah. Okay. Now we we have yeah. seeds here at Millburgers, and uh, some of the some of the other nurseries in town, I think, may have some seed left. Uh, so if you can find the seed, uh, Oscar Oak was a good one. Uh, if you want a uh, if you want to get it off the seed rack. Uh, and you want a smooth okra? Smooth the 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 uh, pods are smooth. Uh, there's one called Louisiana Green Velvet. Louisiana Green Velvet. And uh, if you want one with spines on it, I, I mean, uh, am I, 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 spine sounds so sticky. Uh, ribs. Let's say uh, with ribs on it, you use a Clemson spineless. Clemson, like the university, spineless. And I think most. Of, I think they're in most seed racks. And uh, I, I recommend that you soak them overnight uh, to get to get them to imbibe water or take up water. And start the germination process. Yeah, it sure speeds up germination. Yeah. Scrubby. All right. What will I? Uh, what? Yeah. What will I feed them as, as they uh, one day after they get a couple of leaves on them? Uh, rather than just water them with uh, you know city water, what am I going to put on them? Oh, you mean? Yeah, oh, oh, you mean after you planted them and they've got a couple of leaves on them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can use uh, regular fertilizer, like nineteen five nine slow release fertilizer. Yeah. Well, you right, don't well. think about uh, fertilizing over very much. They're probably last on the list to get the fertilizer. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because they. They, they grow just, so big. Yeah, they, uh, they, they're, they're just crying out to get bigger and <laughs> taller and unmanageable, so you, you don't, yeah, don't uh, want to get, I, yeah. I, I got one from uh, Malcolm Beck about oh, years Lord. ago. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And it, it got to be 13 and a half feet tall, <laughs> and I, I, made a, I made a hook out of a 10-foot piece of PVC to bend it over, and it, it worked fine, and after I... After it quit producing, I cut it off with the ground and I mounted it on my fence. It laid, it hung yeah. on my fence for several <laughs> years. Thirteen yeah. six, the tremendous thing. But yeah, uh, anyway, that's, uh, that, any, that's, that was Beck's big. He ended yeah. Beck's big. So yeah. okay, so number number two, Scrubby. Wow, man, right. it's getting so business. Well, well no, we're, we're, we're up against a break, and I want Scrubby to be able to get all his questions in. <laughs> Okay. okay go well, ahead. Uh, yeah. Let me. Uh, uh, the uh, I've got a, a little uh, 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 oak tree that uh, about 
two and a half inch diameter and somebody smacked into it with a lawnmower and cut a gash in it. Is there any, no. Do anything with that? Should I do, do anything we know with that, it? I mean, well, do we know who the somebody was? Yeah, it was the guy next door that owns it. So, no. but I, I, <laughs> I, I planted it. I planted it, and I told him I'd take care of it till it got big. You know, and Has uh, it got a and, big gash yeah. in it. Yeah, it went all the way through the bark, and then you can see the, you know, the regular wood. The cabin wood there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how, but it, how, uh, it's a, how big is it? I mean, is it an inch in diameter or what? No, it's maybe two or three. I mean, two and a half. Not three, but, uh, and the tree itself is about uh, 10 foot tall, you know. It's, it's a Monterey, uh, Monterey oak. Oh, yeah, that's a good tree. I, yeah, th- I, I think I, I, there's really nothing you can do about it. Uh, it should heal over. And, uh, wouldn't probably yeah. w- wouldn't hurt to make uh, put some uh, even some of that plastic around so that the, the, the sun doesn't yeah burn it burn it yeah, burn the, I, uh, yeah. the wound. I, I wrapped it with about three layers of uh, that uh, fiberglass uh, window screen. No okay. crap, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, don't, and I put put that on there loosely so it could breathe and uh, <laughs> the sun wouldn't you know burn it. But uh, it's on the west side, right in the sun, so. But the yeah. tree looks healthy, you know, but I'm afraid when it gets to be, you know, two foot around, it'll have a big rotten hole in the bottom and it'll fall no. on the house, you know. No, it'll heal, it'll heal over. Oh, good. Okay, the next thing is, uh, I come from, a, you know, in the cotton patch there, that's why they call me scrubbies, because our cotton only got 16 inches tall. Oh, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> and it had, uh, you know, we were lucky to get a bale and a quarter of an acre. No, so, uh, my goodness. Yeah, scrubby. So, uh, but we, uh, we, uh, you know, we raised uh, rutabagas and ate rutabagas. We ate cats. Oh, and, uh, hang up on this. Finally, somebody called Hang in. up on this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, in man. cotton? In cotton country, huh? All right. Well, we were every kind of country. We were just sharecroppers, so we, we did what uh, the, you know, the New York... Uh, landowner told us to do, and there we uh, we we uh, we farmed with uh, you know a pair of mules, and we would uh, we would haul the uh, uh, rutabagas out of that field by uh, in the wagon loads and haul them out to the road. They load them on a the truck and haul them off. And but we ate them all the time. You know, you do them like uh, turnips or parsnips <laughs> or anything like that. You know, anything with. Uh, Sauteed in butter and uh, plenty of salt, maybe a little lard. <laughs> so you were in New York, right? When all this happened? No, I've, not if he was growing uh, cotton. No, no, we just sent our rutabagas in New York. Oh, okay. We were in okay. we were in the Mi- Mississippi Delta. I was all right. Yeah, southern rutabagas making it all the way to the big city. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah, good, we Scrubby. We didn't we didn't know what he did with it. But uh, yeah, we we also ate uh, we ate uh, nutri rats, we ate squirrels, possums, <laughs> uh, and and you know we would uh, uh, we had uh, uh, squirrel brains for breakfast. You know, brains. Hey, yeah. That's it. All but, right, so uh, that's yeah, rutabagas. <laughs> rutabagas have uh, a lot more nutrients than most uh, vegetables. Look it up. Right. Okay. 
Was there a fourth one, Scrubby, real quick before we go to break? No, you better take a break. All right, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I'll talk, talk to you girl. later. Thank you. Yeah, All right. You know, <laughs> cotton and rutabagas. Greg Grant's uh, grandmother. Yeah. She grew rutabagas? Uh, when, she, when, she, when, when they killed squirrels. Yeah. She'd make them leave the heads on. So she could suck the brains out. Yeah, thank you. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) 210-308-8867. I heard him for for breakfast. I thought he was teasing. 210-308-8867. I don't think so. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Have you been to Millburgers? Have you seen the beautiful certified butterfly garden? And have you maybe thought to yourself, I'd like to create something like that for my yard? Something with beautiful plants that attracts hummingbirds, that attracts butterflies, that looks great throughout the year, but I just don't know how. Well, I tell you what, Millburgers and Dr. Calvin Finch have solved that problem because Saturday, May 11th from 10 to 3, Dr. Calvin Finch will be on hand for free one-on-one on one consultations. That's right, from 10 to 3, and even during the radio show, Dr. Calvin Finch will tell you how to plant your own butterfly garden, what plants to choose, where to plant them, how to enjoy them, how to take care of them. This makes a beautiful Mother's Day gift, right by the way, so you can have a Mother's Day gift of a butterfly garden for mom. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, and learn all about how to plant and grow for butterflies and hummingbirds. On behalf of Documation, we're talking to UTSA football coach Frank Wilson about the importance of integrity in both football and business. Yeah, you don't compromise it. No matter how appealing, how sexy it appears out there, you never compromise the integrity of the standards and the benchmarks that you set forth because it's your roots, it's your core beliefs. At Documation, integrity has always been a core value. I would attribute that to the leadership. And so the founders, the co-founders, the presidents, the executives, the leadership of Documation that's created that culture. Documation, the official business technology provider to Roadrunner Athletics. Enjoy the partnership. I think it's a tremendous one. Like our university, I think Documation and UTSA football continue to thrive, to ascend, and look forward to doing so in the foreseeable future and beyond. Thanks, Coach. Looking for a business partner that doesn't waver when it comes to integrity? Call Documation today, 341-4431, or visit mation.com. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000 exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. On Bulverde Road, Tech Hill Middle School students are called the Tigers, inspired by the Flying Tigers. The San Antonio story of David Lee, Tex Hill, after this. Countywide Service Company and Daikin, providing the number one HVAC brand in the world to the homes of Bear County. Reliable, affordable, built in Texas by Texans. Call Countywide Service today to schedule your hassle-free system evaluation. Countywide Service and Daikin makes sense for the homes of Bear County. 
call 210-732-9772. License number TACLA 28066E. Tex Hill was an American hero as a triple flying ace and squadron leader of the legendary Flying Tigers during World War II. He retired in Military City, USA as a Brigadier General. Today, a generous scholarship is named in his honor to attend the school he did as a young boy. San Antonio Academy. I'm Sonny Melendrez. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, with Dr. Jerry Parsons and... Dr. Calvin Finch. Still plenty of time to give us a call and be a part of the show at 210. I'm kind of overwhelmed by the rutabaga question. I know. And we were supposed to ask him something, weren't we? Weren't we supposed to? Oh, no. He talked about recipes, so we, he knows. Uh, so he, he called back yeah. and was telling me <laughs> the reason uh, they ate all those brains uh-huh. was to get the taste of the rutabagas <laughs> all out of their mouth. Is that, I didn't hear him call back. He, yeah, you did. He, yeah. he called your phone, yeah, called your yeah. private number, For did he? private number. I see. Well, okay, Scrubby, I guess. I don't know. Kevin, have you miss, mixed uh, animal brains in your uh, no. rutabaga? Uh, poor maligned rutabagas. They just <laughs> they get no respect. Calvin, I mean, you try. I was, I was try, trying to remember, too, back when... When uh, we were younger and we we had squirrel, yeah, and it was a little bit of a challenge to, you know, to skin it and prepare it, and then and then they have it that in on a meal. And I if I had to collect the brains, I would have especially had a problem eating it. I think it was just, <laughs> it was a little e- easier if you didn't uh, worry about. Collecting brains. Next, go. they'll be collecting eyeballs or something. No, stop. <laughs> so I don't know if Greg's grandmother sucked the eyeballs. I don't know. It's kind of like sounds like crawfish, but, <laughs> but furrier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you missed your little dog. He's hopping in and out of that uh, that cart. Oh no. He's having a good time. Looks like a little goat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. Like I said, still time to uh, give us a call. Yeah, I was busy reading my... Uh, Your article? My article. <laughs> With uh, information from 30 years ago? Yeah. Uh, uh, it says, I list hot weather plants. Yeah. And uh, hot weather plants include firebush, lantana, uh Prada Barbados or uh, Pontiana, Esperanza, Fire Spike, Caladium, Coleus, Begonia, Moss Rose, Hibiscus, and Bougainvillea. That's what I listed, Milton, 30 years ago. Okay. Did I leave something out? The, uh, did you say Begonias? Yeah. Yeah. Did you do... Uh of course, you didn't do uh, the the new Celosia. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do that one. That's odd. What uh, else did I leave out? Zinnias. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, while I'm talking about, while I'm ta- I mentioned caladiums, and uh, now's the time to buy the caladiums the, uh, because they they got good new supplies in, and they're on sale, which makes it even better, right, Milton? Yeah, what's that price? That price uh-huh. <laughs> for the uh, uh, for the caladiums in six-inch pots. Yes. In other words, they've already sprouted. Well, uh, sprouted, yeah. They're in nice shape. Yeah. A lot of foliage. Uh, you see the color. Yeah. Uh, five ninety-nine. That's real close to six dollars. But it's not six dollars. It's not. $6. It's close. That, but now they're selling. Uh huh. For four eighty eight. Okay. That's further away from five. Yeah, you you don't get as enthusiastic about that as when you're rounding <laughs> that one up. But anyway, they also have caladium bub mammoth size fancy mm. leaf caladiums. Those are neat. Yeah, those are big ones. Yeah. Have, have you ever grown a caladium, Milton? No. Do you think I could? I bet you could. And uh, for shade, and and they've got the strap leaf for sun. Okay. They tolerate the sun a little better. If you plant them right away. It tolerates uh, the sun based on yeah, that. Yeah, they have to get acclimated to the yeah, sun before it. The, the, while it's 80, before it gets to be 100. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're sold by the case. Okay, so it's a bulb. Twenty-five bulbs per case, save twenty percent off the case price. In other words, they got them in cases in there. Okay, so they're different prices, and you just save twenty percent. Yeah. Okay. Because I, 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 I imagine they are different prices because uh, you know those mammoth bulbs. Uh, probably the strap leaf is. Uh, I don't know if they're more expensive than uh, flat leaf or uh, for shade anyway, fancy flat leaf. But anyway, that's uh, they'll be on sale through tomorrow. Okay. And uh, and for more information on what sale, if they're for sale next week or what's for sale next week, go to MillburgerNursery.com on Wednesday, and they post all the sale items. Uh, That's what I do every week. Cool. And then you print it out and you bring it and you share it with us. That's nice. Yeah. And sometimes it's the same list. uh, Yeah. (laughs) How how many strawberries do I have to get on my plant? I didn't show Calvin. Did I? Did I show you this? I know. Before it's good looking berries. Even Milton can grow it. Yeah. So I have seven now. Well, that's almost a pint. Is it really? Those big ones. I'll take a pint. That's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost a pint. It's you know it's it's eighty eight cents. It's eighty eighth of a pint. If you arrange yeah. them, man. Yeah. Oh, there you go and stack them and yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they were they were fun to grow. I'm gonna I look forward to doing it again next uh, year. Let's yeah, we'll, let's do them. Get them earlier next year. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think. Those let's see. I put that in the container. Anyway, okay, that music tells us we are just about That's out of time. That's music? You're just... Yes. Sounded like a uh, ocean liner. <laughs> it does kind of sound like that. All right, well, listen, we want to thank you for listening and being a part of the show. We had lots of great questions today, so save your questions for next week. Uh, I like the squirrel brain. But you like that the best? That You didn't like the rutabaga question? Yeah, well, I guess I like it. All right. 
But we're going to thank Ashley for doing a great job handling all those calls and getting them on the air. And, of course, we're going to thank you for listening. Don't forget you can learn more about Calvin's Butterfly Consultations coming up on the 11th by going to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. We'll see you next week on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.